This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. All right, that ends our third round. The 49ers do not have a fourth round pick as it stands right now. Their next pick is not till 155. This is where they make the money, though. This is their money round, baby. This is their money round. The 49ers drafted a Pro Bowl tight end in the fifth round in 2017. And they go that same route here again. Uh, I agree with you. Tight end is a need. Uh, There's been reports that they have hit that position hard in their scouting. Uh, They love the depth in this draft, which is why uh, I think they wait a little bit. Uh, There is some really interesting and intriguing top end talent. and they might be, you know, uh, intrigued enough to try and move up and, and get uh, a Sam Laporta or a Tucker Craft or, you know, uh, s- someone along those lines, right? I don't uh, – Michael Mayer will be gone. Dalton Kincaid will be gone. Oh, yeah. uh, Luke Musgrave will be gone, right? Those guys will be gone. But in that top of the third round, I think guys like Laporta, like uh, Craft, could be there and they could be enticing. Uh, but I went with a guy that, again, they brought in on a top 30 visit. And that's Josh Wiley, the uh, tight end from Cincinnati, six six two forty eight, runs a four six forty, um, three year starter at uh, at Cincinnati, um, and so, you know his what Brugler says. You know when it comes to tight end, I just specifically look at what do you say about his blocking, right? Because to me, that is what is going to catch the 49ers' eye, right? Uh, that's what caught their eye for George Kittle. Uh, and then they developed him into the, the, the weapon that he is now. Uh, but for, for Josh Wiley, uh, I think he's a little light at 6'6", 248. I think if you get him into a, uh, an NFL strength training program and, and nutrition program, I think he can add 10 to 15 pounds and be a little bit more stout. Um, he is a willing blocker. Um, and he is a, a guy that will just put all effort into it. He's just a little light right now. And so sometimes he can get pushed around, but, uh, again, a, a, an athletic tight end who, you know, amassed a thousand yards in, in three seasons at Cincinnati, uh, but also put up 15 touchdowns, uh, and had just six total drops in his entire uh, entire career there. 
uh, on 88 receptions. So uh, good hands, uh, fast, uh, can can really exploit the seam. And uh, his blocking, again, as Brugler says, has upside, uh, but he doesn't consistently play up to his testing numbers. So again, that's why he could drop to the, to the fifth round. Uh, but, you know, another guy that doesn't have a ton of production at the, at the collegiate level, but, you know, really fits the bill when you talk about that triangle of height, weight, speed, right? Um, bet on athletes later in the draft. That's what you bet on. You bet on athletes, right? You bet on athletes and you bet on your coaching staff coaching them up. And I think they could see something uh, that they like in Wiley. And again, that's another guy that they brought in on a top 30 visit, which means for the most part, you know, the 49ers don't tend to use those as smoke screens. So it's obvious that, again, they've got they've got interest in the player. So I went with uh, Josh Wiley at 155. My 155 pick might be a little controversial, but I believe that kicker is a priority as well. I don't think there's any reason they're going with Zane Gonzalez. They made um, Robbie Gold a big priority. They paid him a lot of money. You've even seen them going back to Phil Dawson and David Akers and Joe Nedney. Kicker seems to always be a priority. The Zane Gonzalez thing doesn't feel right to me. They have their eyes on somebody. The guy I think it is, and I could be completely wrong, could be another kicker, but I'm going to go with with Joe, with Jake Moody, kicker from, from Michigan. He's kicked in some big games. He's, he, he's set the university record for points, for field goals, um, field goals of at least 40 yards. He also tied the mark for uh, kicks of at least 50. Now, he was 26 of 28 in 2023 from inside 50 yards, but he was just three of seven um, from 50 plus. Now, the three that he hit, though, from 50 plus were 54, 52, and 59. So he does have enough, enough leg. Vic Moody is going to be a solid kicker in the NFL. I believe the 49ers, again, we're looking at the Super Bowl. We're not going to go with, with a janky kicker you don't trust. They're going to draft one. I'm going to say it's Moody. Could this be a little bit high for him? Sure, but they have a lot of picks late. They do well with late round picks. I think they're going to lock their kicker down. I'm going to go with Moody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I like it. All right. At uh, 164, again, in the fifth round, uh, I went with another guy that they've uh, brought in on top 30 visit, a guy that I really, really like. Uh, He just screams 49er to me. And that is hybrid safety linebacker Marte Mapu from Sac State. Stingers up, baby. Right in my backyard. Uh, A guy that very much reminds me of Fred Warner. Right. Fred Warner played that star position at BYU, which, again, is a hybrid safety linebacker, which is why I feel like Fred Warner at 6'3", right, a guy that uh, a height that you don't normally see at the linebacker position. Uh, But that that versatility and his coverage skills. And that's what sets to me. That's what sets Fred Warner apart. Right. Part of what makes him special is that he erases the middle of the field and Warner's going to be here for a while. So I'm not looking for his replacement, but if you can bring a guy in that reminds you very much of, you know, of, of that mold, if you will, 
Um, you know, he's actually Dane Brugler's seventh ranked uh, safety, right? Brugler likes him at safety and uh, just kind of a kind of a freak in terms of athleticism. Again, 6'3", 221, just an absolute unit for the safety position, which is why I think he could transition down to linebacker. Uh, Dre Greenlaw, you got two years left with Dre, and hey, you're going to need someone to replace him. If you've got two guys at 6'3", man, in that that uh, that middle linebacker and the uh, will linebacker position, I think that's that's incredible. Or you bring him in and you and you start him at safety, see how he does, and if you don't feel like he fits, then you then you let him pursue that linebacker. But uh, another guy that, like I said, just kind of screams 49er to me. When I think about guys that the 49ers like to covet, I, I see a lot of the, the theme that I see is versatility, right? Mm-hmm. They do it on the offensive line. They do it with their offensive skill positions. They do it with their defensive line, right? Inside, outside flexibility. They really do covet that kind of positionless football on both sides of uh, both sides of the ball. And this is a player that fits that mold perfectly. Um, again, a, a sixth year senior out of Sac state, but uh, still just 23 years old. So again, on the, on the older end, but as I said, with Kyle, I, that's one thing that I noticed a lot of, a lot of prospects are older and that is a, uh, a direct result of COVID and, and getting extra years in college and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, at 164, I went Marte Mapu, safety linebacker hybrid from Sac State. I don't feel as confident about the running back position as I think most people do, Brian. Obviously, you have McCaffrey, who's terrific. Elijah Mitchell's terrific, but he cannot stay on the field. So you don't want to be in a situation where you're relying on McCaffrey for all these touches, and he has 400 touches going into the playoffs, and he could get hurt, or you're just putting too much shot on the tires, whatever it is. So they're going to have to do something there to insulate themselves from Mitchell. Jordan Mason, I love him too. I know most fans do, but I feel like if the Niners liked him as much as fans do, he would have played me had more up when the opportunity was there and they wouldn't have brought in Tevin Coleman. And Terry and Davis Price, he seems like he's tra- on the way for Trey Sermon for me. Again, he, there were opportunities there. He couldn't get on the field. So I think they're going to they're gonna try to take someone else. And at 164, Sean Tucker from Syracuse is, is the guy for me. There's a three down back there. At Syracuse, he averaged 6.1 yards per carry and ran for, which was a Syracuse Ooh. record, 1,496 yards in 2021. Now it went down to 5.1 in 2022. That's still a really good year. He's got great vision. He can catch the ball. I think he's really underrated. He, he, he played in his own scheme at Syracuse. He's someone that can come in as a late round pick. And I think be really effective for the 49ers. He's a one cut and go guy. I like it. Uh, I... Went the same route as you at 173. I did not pick the same player, but I did go running back because what there's not you can't have an NFL draft without Kyle Shanahan drafting a running back. Like let's just be perfectly <laughs> honest. And to be fair, we probably are all wrong at in the third round because we didn't take a running back. So this mock is probably incorrect already. But uh, I went with a guy that. Uh, you could almost consider more of a gadget player than anything. And that is Keaton Mitchell, the running back from East Carolina. He's 5'7", 179 pounds. Obviously, this guy is not going to be somebody that you have on the field in first and second down, not somebody that you're going to have on the field uh, consistently. Uh, but he's 5'7", 179, and, and he runs a 4'3", 740. So he's, 
blazing fast. And I think this offense has really missed speed at the running back position since Matt Breida and Raheem Mostert left. And so I think they look to replace that with a guy like Keaton Mitchell, uh, who, let's be honest, he's teeny, but uh, over the past two seasons, in 2021, he had 1,132 yards. Uh, and then in 2022, he had 1,452 yards. Uh, he had nine touchdowns in 2021, 14 in 2022. And then he also had, uh, you know, he, he catches passes out of the backfield. Uh, 22 receptions in 21, 27 in 22. Um, again, a gadget player, but if there's an offensive, if there's an offensive mind in the NFL that can know how to exploit a uh, a little speedy back out of the backfield, it's Kyle Shanahan, and I think he's going to really, really enjoy scheming up some some plays for for Keaton Mitchell, um, and then you know a, a core special teamer and and possibly a a returner uh, if if you want to. If you want to go that route, uh, Ray Ray McLeod is only here for another season. So, um, again, bet on speed, uh, a change of pace kind of guy. You've got you've got CMC, you've got Elijah Mitchell, you've got TDP, you've got Jordan Mason. All four of those guys, big guys, can run. You know, can run between the tackles. You need that home run hitter, and I think that's what Keaton Mitchell can be for the 49ers. It's funny. We're we're definitely on the same wavelength in terms of what we're thinking position wise. We're just kind of doing different guys in the different times and. My 173 pick and a pick that I have in the seventh round, I've kind of seen them mocked all over the place. So could be a round or two off on some of these guys. But Trey Tucker is a wide receiver from Cincinnati that can come in and fill some special teams roles for them. He had 15 special teams tackles in 2022. We had a 99-yard kick return in 2021. Can it be that Ray McLe- take over for Ray McLeod? Also, he's small. He's only 5'8", but he ran a 4'2", 9'40". He played mostly the, mostly the slot at Cincinnati. His senior year, he had 52 catches, 672 yards. I just see him as a late-round guy that is fast, that Kyle Shanahan can think about ways to get the ball in his hands. And we know that there are going to be questions at receiver moving forward. Is Juwan Jennings there long-term? McLeod will probably be gone. We'll talk about the Ayuk Debo situation in the offseason. We'll have a lot of time to do that. But they're going to take a receiver at some point, maybe two. Who knows? They've definitely been looking at him. And Trey Tucker looks like a good fit for me at pick 173. 